Aesop's Fables 4 The Old Lion and the Fox It was difficult for a certain old lion to get food. His teeth and claws were not as sharp as they had been in his younger days, and so the lion pretended to be very sick. He let all his neighbors know about it, and then lay down in his cave to wait for visitors. And when they had come to offer him their help, he ate them up one by one. The fox came too, but he was more careful than the others. He stood just outside the cave and asked the lion kindly, "'How are you feeling, old fellow?' The lion moaned and said he was very ill indeed. He asked the fox to step into the cave so that he could hear him better, but the fox very wisely stayed outside. "'I would be glad to do as you ask,' said the fox." But I see there are many footprints leading into your cave and none coming out. Please tell me, how do your visitors find their way out again? Beware the new tricks of an old enemy. The Donkey and the Lapdog There was once a donkey whose master also owned a lapdog. Now the master gave this lapdog much attention. He patted his head spoke sweetly to it, and fed it scraps from the table. Every day the dog would run to meet the good master, dancing playfully about the leaping up and licking his hands and face. The donkey saw all this and was jealous. He was all well fed, to be sure, but he also had much work to do, and the master hardly ever patted him or spoke kindly to him. Now the jealous donkey got an idea in his silly head. All he had to do to win his master's favor was to act like the dog. So one day he left his stable and clattered eagerly into the house. He found his master seated at the dinner table. With a loud bray, the donkey kicked up his heels and pranced around the table, knocking it over. Then he put his front feet on his master's knees and rolled out his tongue to lick the master's face, as he had seen the dog do. But his weight upset the chair, and the donkey and the man rolled over together in the pile of broken dishes from the table. The master was much alarmed. Why was his donkey acting like this? He called for help, and soon his servants came running. When they saw the danger the master was in, they grabbed at the silly donkey and beat him and kicked him out of the door and all the way back to the stable. There they left to think there he was left to think about how foolish he had been to try to be something other than a donkey. What is welcome and agreeable from one may be rude and unwanted from another. The Fox Without a Tail a fox walking through farmland was caught in a trap by the tail. He tugged and tugged, and after many painful tries, he finally got himself loose. However, he had to leave his beautiful, bushy tail behind him. For a long time he kept away from the other foxes, for he knew they would all make fun of him and crack jokes and laugh behind his back. But it was hard for him to live alone, and at last... He thought of a plan that would perhaps help him out of his trouble. He called a meeting of all the foxes. He told them that he had something of great importance to discuss with the tribe. 
When they were all gathered together, the fox without a tail got up and made a long speech about those foxes who had come to harm because of their tails. One fox was caught by hunting dogs when his tail became tangled up in a bush, he said, and another fox could not run swiftly because of the weight of his tail, so he became a meal for a wolf. Besides, it is well known that men hunt foxes simply for their tails, which they cut off as prizes of the hunt. So you see, my friends, tails are quite useless to us and can be a danger besides. Then the fox without a tail stood there with his nose in the air as if he were very smart. I suggest, he said, that we all cut off our tails. When he had finished talking, an old fox arose and said, smiling, Brother Fox, kindly turn around for a moment, and you will know our answer on this. When the poor fox without a tail turned around, the other foxes pointed and laughed at his stubby tail. Just because you have lost your tail, said the old fox, does not mean we should lose ours. Do not listen to the advice of him who seeks to lower you to his own level. The Lion's Share A long time ago, the lion, the fox, the jackal, and the wolf agreed to go hunting together, sharing with each other whatever they found. One day the wolf ran down a stag and called his comrades to divide the meal. Without being asked, the lion placed himself at the head of the feast to be the carving. With a great showing of fairness, he began to count the guests. One, he said, counting as with his claws, that is myself the lion. Two, that's the wolf. Three is the jackal. And the fox makes four. He then very carefully divided the stag into four equal parts. I am King Lion, he said when he had finished. So, of course, I get the first part. This next part falls to me because I am the strongest. And this is mine because I am the bravest. He now began to glare at the others. If any of you have any claim to the part that is left, he growled, stretching his claws, now is the time to speak up. Might makes right. The tortoise and the hare. A hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being so slow. Do you ever get anywhere? he asked with a laugh. Yes, said the tortoise. I get there sooner than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. The hare was amused at the idea of running a race with a tortoise. He agreed to it just for the fun of it. A fox was asked to be the judge, and he marked the distance and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight. To make the tortoise feel even more foolish for trying to race a hare, he lay down to take a nap until the tortoise had caught up. The tortoise, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily. After a time, he passed the hare, sleeping peacefully beside the road. 
When at last the hare woke up, the tortoise was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftest, but he could not pass the tortoise in time. Slow and steady wins the race. The Miser's Gold A miser had buried his gold in a secret place in his garden. Every day he went to the spot. He dug up the treasure and counted it piece by piece to make sure it was all there. He did not know that a thief was watching him. The miser made so many trips that the thief guessed what was hidden. One night the thief quietly dug up the treasure and ran off with it. The miser went out the next day and discovered that his gold was missing. He was greatly upset. He groaned and cried and held his hand and held his head in his hands. A stranger passing by heard his cries and asked what had happened. My gold, my gold, cried the miser wildly. Someone has robbed me. Your gold? Was it there in that hole? Why did you put it there? Why didn't you keep it in the house? where you could easily get it when you had to buy things. Buy, said the miser angrily, why I never removed my gold. I would not dream of spending any of it, for then I would have less. The stranger picked up some stones and threw them into the hole. If that's the case, he said, cover up these stones and pretend they are your gold. They will be worth just as much to you as the treasure you lost. Riches not put to use have no value. The Serpent and the Eagle A serpent surprised an eagle and wrapped himself around the eagle's neck. The eagle tried to reach the serpent with his beak and claws, but he could not. The eagle flew far into the sky, trying to shake off his enemy. But the serpent's grip grew tighter. Slowly the eagle sank back to the earth, gasping for breath. A traveler happened to see this. He felt sorry for the noble eagle. He rushed up and loosened the serpent and freed the eagle. The serpent was angry. She had no chance to bite the traveler. Instead, she struck at the water bag attached to the traveler's belt. Her fangs sank into the bag and let loose her poison. The traveler went on towards home. He became thirsty on the way. He stopped at a spring and filled his water bag. Just as he was about to drink, there was a sudden rush of great wings. Sweeping down, the eagle grabbed the poison water bag from out of the man's hands. He flew away with it to hide it where it could never be found. An act of kindness is well repaid. THE CAT AND THE FOX Once a cat and a fox were traveling together. As they went along, they took turns finding meals. A stray mouse here, a fat chicken there. "'You think you are clever, don't you?' said the fox after the cat had caught a mole. "'Why, I know a whole sackful of tricks.' "'Well,' replied the cat, "'I admit I know only one good trick.' But my one trick, let me tell you, is worth a thousand of yours. Just then, close by, they heard a hunter's horn and the yelping of a pack of dogs. 
In an instant, the cat was up a tree hiding among the leaves. This is my trick, he called to the fox. Now let me see what is your sack full of tricks. But the fox had so many pan plans for escape, he could not decide which one to try first. He dodged here and there with the dogs at his heels. He ran at top speed. He entered a dozen burrows. But in the end, the dogs caught him and soon put an end to the fox with many tricks. One good skill may be all you need to succeed. The Rabbit, the Weasel, and the Cat A rabbit left his home one day for a dinner of clover, but he forgot to latch the door of his house. While he was gone, a weasel walked in and calmly made himself at home. When the rabbit returned, there was the weasel's nose sticking out of the rabbit's own doorway. The rabbit was quite angry for a rabbit and asked the weasel to move out, but the weasel was perfectly happy to stay in the house. A wise old cat heard the rabbit and the weasel. She offered to settle the matter for them. Come close to me, said the cat, for I have poor hearing. Put your mouths close to my ears while you tell me the facts. The rabbit and the weasel did as they were told. In an instant, the cat had them both under her claws, and the matter was certainly settled. It is often best to settle your own matters. The Dog and His Reflection A dog with a bone was crossing a small bridge. He looked down and saw himself reflected in the quiet water. But the dog thought he saw a real dog carrying a bone much bigger than his own. Oh, how the dog wanted the bigger bone. He snarled and barked, and his bone dropped from his mouth and fell with a splash into the water. The dog saw the ripples and realized there was no other dog, and now there was no bone at all. It is very foolish to be greedy. The Fox and the Crow One bright morning, a hungry fox was following his sharp nose through the forest in search of a bite to eat. He looked up and saw a crow on a branch of a tree overhead. This was by no means the first crow the fox had ever seen. What was different about this crow was that the lucky crow held a bit of cheese in her beak. No need to search any further, thought the sly fox. Here is a tasty bit for my breakfast. Up he trotted to the foot of the tree. He looked up and smiled, saying, Good morning to you, beautiful lady. The crow cocked its head to one side and watched the fox. She did not trust foxes, so she kept her beak tightly closed on the cheese and did not say anything. What a charming creature you are, said the fox. How your feathers shine! What splendid wings! I'm sure you have a lovely voice, since everything else about you is so perfect. If you would just sing one song, everyone in the forest would call you Queen of Birds. The crow listened to these words and was quite flattered. She forgot all about not trusting a fox. She forgot about her breakfast. She forgot that she was, after all, a crow 
who did not have a lovely voice. All she thought of was how she wanted to be called Queen of Birds. So she opened her beak wide to sing, but, of course, instead of a lovely song, out came a loud caw, and down fell the cheese straight into the fox's open mouth. Thank you, said the fox sweetly, as he walked off. I did not enjoy your song, but I will enjoy your cheese. Beware the one who flatters. He wants more than your smiles. The Farmer and the Stork There was a simple and trusting stork who was a friend with some rather wild cranes. The cranes asked the stork to go with them to a field that had been newly planted with seeds. But this all ended badly with all the birds caught in the farmer's nets. The stork begged the farmer not to punish him for eating his seeds. Please let me go, he pleaded. I belong to the stork family. You must know that we are honest birds of good character. Besides, I did not know the cranes were going to steal. You may be a very good bird, answered the farmer. But I caught you with these thieves, the cranes, so you will have to share the same punishment with them. You are judged by the company you keep. The Mother Goat and Her Kid Mother Goat was going to the market one morning to buy food for herself and her one little kid. Take good care of the house, my son. She said as she carefully latched the door. Do not let anyone in unless he gives you the password. Trust no wolf. It happened that a wolf was watching nearby and heard what the goat said. So as soon as the mother goat was out of sight, up he trotted to the door and knocked. Trust no wolf, said the wolf softly. It was the right password, but when the kid peeped through a crack in the door and saw the gray figure outside, he did not feel at all easy. Show me the white hoof, he said, or I won't let you in. A white hoof, of course, is not something a wolf can show, so the wolf had to go away as hungry as he came. You can never be too sure, said the kid, when he saw the wolf trotting off in the woods. Check twice before deciding once. <laughs>